trying to trying to figure out some a theme song right you know we need like a thorough intro that was a lot of feedback you guys wanted that so yeah you know so we try to get the people what they want exactly you uh, have to get the people what they want that's what this is about i just don't necessarily know if it was that i don't think it was that i think i'm gonna be judged i'm pretty positive that's not what they wanted that's, that's not what they wanted <laughs> they, they wanted some music or yeah. yeah well they got that for the night you know they got that for this week so i had to tell you what like you know you need a xylophone and a harmonica <laughs> I, I mean, I don't know how to play either. I, how hard is it to play a xylophone and a harmonica? Like you, a xylophone, you literally beat it with a little mallet. Pause. And uh, the harmonica, you blow into it. <laughs> Double pause, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, whatever. <laughs> well, hey guys, um, I'm just so thankful and humbled right now because. What we had like over 150 listens our first episode. We did. I, I thought it was gonna be. <laughs> like I thought it was gonna be like four. <laughs> I thought it was gonna be you, me doing it twice just to make sure it was up, and then my mama because you know she got it. She got to check. My out. mama too. Mom listened to it in her in her classroom with her co-teacher. Really? Yeah. We even took notes and stuff and everything. It was for legit. It was. It was cool. So they liked. They gave you good feedback. They did. I think everyone pretty much gave me good feedback. Everyone. Pretty loved. I mean, pretty much loved it. Yeah. They just, you know, they had like little things that we could, you know, improve upon. But you know, with time. That's and that's what I said. That was my whole take on it. Right. First time out the shoot. I've never exactly. done it. Exactly. You know, I did the sex, the sex in the city, sex with sex. Uh, let me get it right. See Marquis, sex with strangers. I, I did that. That was my first podcast. Oh, that yeah, was the introduction. It, it was. It was good. interesting. It was interesting because I'm not used to talking about sex and yeah, you're approved and think I am. I'm very much approved. Yeah. So you know that was my first foray into podcasting. So after this first episode, I got some feedback too. It was different. It was different. It was different. I'm not one. I don't like. I'm, I'm not one who likes to be criticized. I love it, especially if it's constructive. Well, and that's the thing. It has to be constructive. It has to be constructive. Oh, you was you was. It was a whole bunch of haters. I, no, I don't want to say. But hate. I mean, haters gonna hate potatoes gonna potate. I don't know what that means. Maybe that's. <laughs> I, I have no idea. But no, it was. It was. Uh, it teetered the line between constructive and uh, destructive. Oh, yeah, yeah, destructive. Destru- it, it, it teetered the line. Sometimes oh, it, it went back and forth. But ultimately, you know, once I read back, went back and and read what was. What was given, it was like, okay, you know, try to take the positive out of everything. Exactly. And try to take the helpful tips. Exactly. Yeah. 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 So did I introduce myself? That was one of the things. Like it started about 10 minutes. I'm like, listen, this is how conversation between you and I start anyway. Right. When you answer the phone, I answer the phone. It's like we just start talking. Right. It's not, hey, this is me. Right. You know, we don't we don't get into that. It's just a a, a conversation yeah, that so just happens. Yeah, we have to do better with that. Yeah, we have to do the introduction. I have to say hi. My name is. But Phil I feel Roundtree. like in the theme song, I introduced that. You did. You did a good job. With Phil and Yeah. Indeed. Indeed. So, so what do we have on tap for today? 
Okay, so today is mostly going to be about um, relationships and healthy relationships and how important it is to maintain healthy relationships and how it is important to kind of subtract or get out of your life the negative or toxic relationships and how they, you know, impact your health physically, mentally, emotionally. Spiritually, can't forget the spiritual part. Absolutely. Amen. Hallelujah. 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 Oh, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, and we have two listener letters today. Oh, we got two. Check so, we, we had two people who listen. Like we and have they, real And people. they really put in time. So, we have real yes, legitimate people. We have real You're sure this, it wasn't you? It wasn't you ever? No, it was not me. Okay. All right. It was not me. It was, we have two listener letters that we're going to do this week. That's good. Yeah, That's definitely so. good. Right. I'm excited. I'm excited. excited. So let's get into this. All right. Um, I really don't have that much of what's going on right now. Everything's about Trump and millennia. Millennia? Isn't it? Is it Melinda? Is it Melinda? Millennia. 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 I think it is millennia. I mean, she's she's overseas. Let's call it overseas. Trump and overseas lady. Let's call it Yaya. Yaya. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. So we're about Trump and Yaya. So what's what's been happening with Trump and Yaya? I don't want to talk about them. What? That's what I'm saying. Like all the news was about them. I'm worn out with them already. So you don't want to talk about how Trump said that the Hamilton cast should be ashamed of themselves and they owe Vice President Elect Pence an apology for for how they mistreated him. But Pence even went. And said that he wasn't offended by it. But I he, mean, he couldn't say he was offended by it. He's now the vice president-elect. So he can't say F you MOFOs, which he probably wanted to. He has to be diplomatic. He has to make it seem like like the Kaepernick people who 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 really hated it. But it's like, uh, this is what we fought for. When in reality, they wanted to say F you. Right. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's just a, I, I can't do four years of this. It's going to be great entertainment. The thing is, people were saying they were going to boycott it, but I think I read something that was saying that Hamilton has been sold out <laughs> for a very long time. Listen, Hamilton <laughs> has been sold out since I never even heard of it until I guess over the summertime. I guess one of the guys is from West Oak Lane. Oh, you didn't, you didn't I know, didn't that? know that? Yeah, Leslie Leslie Odom. Leslie Odom. Yeah, oh, I believe he's from I West Oak him, Lane. Up on a billboard or something, he had got like an award. Or yeah, I think it was like Villanova or something. Yeah, he's a, he's local. He's a local guy. He oh, made it. Decent. He made awesome. it. You know, I'm, I'm all for us making it out here because that's all we're all trying to do. Us out here working hard with no booking info. No, he, he, has he, he has booking info now. <laughs> well, he, yeah, he does. Whatever. I'm sure he started without it. <laughs> um, but Kanye. Kanye. Oh boy, yeah, Kanye, Kanye. Kanye, Kanye. I mean, apparently he's been checked into a hospital. Oh yes. He okay. has after the concert. I guess it was either within the last forty-eight hours. He had the concert in Sacramento where he went on a rant mm-hmm. talking about Beyonce and how he was upset that she said that unless she won the award, video music award, then she wasn't going to perform. So they told him because they knew how he can get. So. And he just went off on a rant. And then he, he said he was like ranting for about 40 minutes. And then he left. And he dropped the mic. And <laughs> he dropped the mic and left. Yeah, he literally dropped the mic and left. And he left his 
I think he only ended up performing like three songs before he went on his rant. And then they said he tied his shoe for about five minutes. I don't know what kind of shoes he had on. Well, I mean, I mean I the Yeezys. Did, I thought the Yeezys, you could just like slide them on. Like, they were slip ones. Slipper material. That's what they look like. That's what they look That's like. They look like. But people, people love them. So I don't yeah, know why people, it would take people. five minutes to, to lace them. But I don't know why people are surprised. Like when you look at his, how he's, he's I guess, devolved musically. His albums have become shorter. He's talking like 30 hours. I love the beat. I love the beat 30 hours. But he literally talks through the whole song. He's just talking just off the top of the head. I'm Matt Barnes driving 30 hours. Yeah. It's like, wow. It's definitely, um, I think a lot of it stems from when he lost his mother. I don't think he really took the time to grieve the way he needed to. And I feel like that was kind of the beginning of, like you said, him devolving. I feel like a lot of people, they want to repress and move on rather than really dealing with situations. And a lot of times that can that can tear you up. Yeah. And it'll it'll continue to ruin you until you really until deal you with get it head on. Or, or something happens and apparently... I don't. I don't. I don't want to speculate as to why he's in the hospital. It could be exhaustion. It could be for mental health reasons. Hopefully, it's for mental health reasons because it's clear he appears to be manic. Yeah. He, he appears to be, you know, just doing anything and everything. And he's been that way for a while, though. And and, and that's the thing. And so when people say he's like this, started with the the passing of his mother. I'm sure that played a part in it. But when you look back prior to, he's still, I mean, he's a genius. He's a genius. And what, I agree with that. And what, say it again? I agree with that. Okay. And so with, with geniuses, you typically have, I don't, I don't want to say all geniuses, but there's, there's usually some type of unique aspect to their mental health, for lack, for lack of better words. Genius, it ain't crazy. He said it. It's real. He said it. It's real. In order to, when you think of all the geniuses over time, they many of them have had ADHD. They've had, they've gone through depression. You know, people laud Amy Winehouse for for her her musical talents and the depth of her music. And clearly, she was depressed. Right, but that's just like I said last week when um, you had to appreciate these artists because they go to a place of suffering to give you good art. Indeed. Indeed. So, I, I mean, does that mean little Yachty? Because I, I think he's a genius. Do you? You know what? It, it's. I think he's a genius. And, and at first, when I just said it, it was just like in jest. Like, no, he's not a genius. But when you think about it, listen, if you can make it out the, the depths of, of despair and be productive and be a millionaire, you to me, you're a genius. Now, whether his contributions to, to music and and overall society will be on par with those of the Kanye's and the, the other musical geniuses, the Beethoven's and things like that. No, but I see, listen, I see a lot of people with the multicolored dreads now. So his impact is, is, is amazing. So his, his lyrics may be ABC, one, two, three, you plus me, I'm tree, you pre. Ooh, them bars. Oh, that, okay. But are we confusing genius with influential or knowing how to market yourself or knowing what people are looking for right now? Are we really going to call it genius is heavy? Genius is heavy. 
You just can't go around calling anybody a genius. But I don't think anybody can. Like a lot of That's, people say, a lot of people say, all right, you know what? And I said it before. Listen, if I could move to Atlanta <laughs> and and change my whole swag, I could be one of these people. I could be Young Thug minus the dresses, or I can be Little Yachty, wherever he's from, or Twenty One Savage, Kill Kill Murder Kill. I could be one of those people. But in reality, I may not be able to. I may not be able to. I may not possess that that je ne sais quoi that's that's necessary to get there. So I look at that as genius. Yeah. I, I look at I that guess as you do have to have a certain finesse. A, a certain you refuse to say genius. You're like, I will not say genius. I can't to, give it to one. But you'll give it to who? Who will you give it to? Who's a genius to I you? I mean, I agree with you when you said Kanye was a genius. There's very few people that I would actually call geniuses. Andre three thousand. I'll call him a genius. See, I wouldn't call him a genius. But I wouldn't call I wouldn't call because he doesn't he doesn't do enough. He doesn't do enough. He's at this this place mentally where he feels that he can just drop 16 bars a year every two years. He can. No, but that doesn't leave. That's just like Lauren Hill. She hasn't when did miseducation come out? But see that I wouldn't necessarily call I, I You mean, don't think Lauren's a genius? A lyrical genius. You I, I can't say that because you know, you know what I look at geniuses. I look at geniuses. There has to be now. Now I take that back because that contradicts what I said. In order to get to that place, you're considered a genius. But what I look at her as like an all time like genius, genius. I cu- I couldn't do that. What is the difference between a genius and a genius, genius? So a genius, genius <laughs> is like. So now there's levels to genius. It's, it's levels to this. Okay. It's levels to this. All right. I, I I look at her like people laud her as being one of the greatest. She got she got one of the best albums I've ever heard in my life. Ever. However. And unplugged. Her unplugged. That, that listen, when she had the dusty hat and the and the and the bandana on underneath, I listen. I, yeah. Rebel, rebel. I mean, yeah, she take she take you to a place. Like I felt it. It was Yeah, like that place. I mean, that unplugged has gotten me through some stuff. I, I dig it. I I, I dig it. But you know Conquering what? Conquering lions. No, I don't know. I, I mean, listen, I've, I've listened to it probably about 10 times. But the way I say it, because for me, as far as, you know, saying she's one of the greatest artists of all time, just based off really one album, if you want to throw the unplugged in, I can't do that. It's just like Biggie. Oh, I know people want to say, oh, you talking about the, the GOAT, Biggie. In, in my eyes, you have to you have to be able to f- have opportunity to fail. Right, you have to be have opportunity to fail. Like just why Jay Z, I, I like I'm, I'm a Jay Z fan. I'm a Jay Z fan. I'll say okay. that. Nas still I'm has. Surprised. You're surprised? Yeah, because everybody's like he don't like nothing. Why? Because I don't like Martin. I don't like. Uh, I'm depressed. Mary J. Blige. <laughs> you know? No, I mean I like Jay Z, but Jay Z had he had opportunities to fail because he's been out so long. You know, so you're going to put out a flop, and he's put out. Albums that have been subpar, in my opinion. So, if, <laughs> so, but then you look at Biggie. Biggie was out. You know, he had a short, a short span, a short span. So I can't go and say he's the greatest rapper of all time. You know, even though his his albums were super dope, he just didn't. He wasn't around long enough. He wasn't around long enough. So in my eyes, and, and you have to have that longevity piece in order to be that genius, genius. And so Lauren didn't have that. You know, she had Wyclef and Pros. People hate on Pros. Pros was nice. Nice. Pros. 
Probably no, the ghetto superstar. That might have been his, his top joint, you know. But but yeah, but seriously, like she didn't have enough. She didn't have a body of work, and then she shows up late. Mm-hmm. You know, so I, you know, I mean, she has been, uh, you know, a little. She's had her own issues, her own mental health issues. She yeah. she has, which she she admits to. She's in a. Definitely. We talk about relationships. She's been in a relationship that's been difficult to say the least. And per you know, TMZ, I guess TMZ wasn't out at the time, but per you know the internet rumors and things about her life, she hasn't had the best the best relationships with her with her significant other. But I see. I mean, I feel like if given the given the opportunity, she still would have put out good work. Like, it's, like, Miss Education is, like, a wonderful, like, classic piece of work, and I feel like she could have done it again, but I feel like maybe there was a pressure there, too, that, like, I put out this great piece of work. How do I follow up with this? I feel like that's what a lot of people struggle with, too, because I know I'm struggling with that right now. Like, our first one was, our first podcast <laughs> was decent. Everybody liked it. Like, how do we live up to it? Or, like, what if they don't like the second one and they don't want to listen to the third? It's a lot of pressure. I understand. Is it, though? Is it? Because, I mean, ultimately, do I care if people listen? Well, no. That's, I mean, we're doing it because it's something that we enjoy. It's something that we enjoy. Right. So, of mean, course we, of course we want listeners. We want people to tune in because I feel like we're bringing something different to the to the podcast arena, the two hundred fifty thousand podcasts that exist in the world. We're bringing something <laughs> different, right? I agree for sure, but it's it's still like you know you you want to be special. But I believe where there's passion and there's purpose. I thought it was a, a caption on my Instagram today. Where <laughs> where there's passion and there's pur- there's purpose, success and prosperity is inevitable. So it's not greens, beans. That's that's gone. Beans, greens, I've ne- automobiles. I never reposted it on my page. <laughs> yeah. I laughed at it numerous times, but I did not repost it. <laughs> well, that's 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 a good thing. It day. saturated all social media. It did that and a little frog. That and oh yeah, the Kermit. Good, yeah, Kermit is still up. I'm I'm, I'm over I that. I feel like greens and beans died down, but Kermit is still going strong. Is the mannequin challenge over? No, still going strong. God, we should have did it. It's just you and I. <laughs> like, just we, just, we did just do it for like two seconds, like <laughs> like a, a nanosecond. We just stopped and froze. <laughs> we definitely did. Okay, so what was the other thing? The only other thing that I really saw was um, and I thought it was decent. Prince Harry has a black girlfriend. That's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's, let's type it up for Prince. Yeah, that, now listen, that's cool. You know that that's definitely cool. People are that, like up in arms about it. They are up. Set. I wonder who. Well, we know who. <laughs> I wonder who. No, well, listen. I, it might be. Who is it? Who's up in arms? White people. <laughs> yeah. White people. White people. White people. And the brothers. The brothers might be upset. Why? I mean, I haven't seen what she looked like. She's pretty. Is she? Yeah. If I could think, like in my mind, I would compare her to like a wizard, Zoe Saldana. Okay. I think they favor a little bit. The reason the brothers are upset is because even though nobody's probably gonna get her, it's like, oh, you gonna go that route? Like we not good enough. Oh no 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 Cause y'all are the ones that stay throwing us under the bus. Stay throwing us under the bus. Y'all better get together, these white girls catching up. 
Y'all better get together. Puerto Ricans catching up. <laughs> they, just, they just throwing my pork chops just right. <laughs> it's, I laugh because I have a, uh, I have a friend who's who's like that, and I, I mean I'm not gonna say his name. People, I'm I feel like I know say. who you're talking about, but go ahead. I, it's a couple people. <laughs> now I think about it, it's a couple people. And, you know, it's, it's an unfortunate, you know, I think love is love. You know, I want people to be happy. Don't roll your eyes at me. I do think love is love. Even though I say the brother's going to be upset, she's not going to be for me. I can already tell. How do you know that? Because I could tell. I could tell the type of brother she into or the non-brothers that she into. So she, How do you know you're not like Harry? I'm not Harry. How do you know? Because, first, I don't have a, I don't have a British accent. Is that was that was that cool? No, no, no it was, exactly. I don't have a British accent. I'm not the heir to the throne. I'm not going to be king. I'm the king here, barely, unless my daughter here. Then I'm a sucker. Yeah, you know. So yeah, I, I don't have the money that he has. I can't take her. I, Those things are so minute. Though. I can't take her in first it's class. About personality. We're gonna be on spirit. It's not... <laughs> you know, <laughs> like it's just real. Like it's certain things I can't do. You don't go like if you're going somewhere for like four or five days, you don't take spirit because the bag is like a hundred dollars piece. So you could have just got a real good flight. Well, you don't take you don't, you don't take spirit back. Uh, you know, yeah, no, you don't take spirit back. You might take spirit there because you just like, listen, I'm, I'm getting there. Then on the way back, you want to be a little comfortable. You want to be have it all together. That's like what's the other really? one? Jet Blue? Oh uh, yeah. Jet Blue's alright. Frontier's okay too, but spirit's the worst. I've, I've never flown those. I'm sorry. I only ride American <laughs> Airlines. You know, I'll let you do your thing with that. Listen, I'm. I'm but honestly, I, I prefer Southwest. No, Southwest, with Southwest, it'd be like a like stampede. <laughs> it's a stampede. Southwest is basically like soul plane a little bit. It's like, yo, find your seat on your own. Wherever you get at, you sit. <laughs> I don't mind that. <laughs> no, it's a whole bunch of elbows. You know, and you they wanna... give you them good peanuts. You remember the peanuts? <laughs> I love Southwest peanuts. <laughs> like a bird. <laughs> oh my gosh, I like a bird. I'm sorry, but yeah, I would. I only take spirit when it's like a, a day trip for real, where unless I really need to get somewhere and I need to get their cheese. Yeah. Other than that, I rather I prefer Southwest. Who was just ranting about American Airlines? Somebody was just ranting about them. Oh, Lil Boozy. Boozy Boo. Oh, gosh. He said he's never getting on them little dirty, cheap planes again. Every time he get on, they broke. That's what he said. As soon as, as soon as you get out of jail now, you're just all high and mighty now. What's wrong with it? There's nothing wrong with it. Just, I mean, people aren't humble these days. People can't. Listen, you're a millionaire. I don't, I don't know if Boozy's a millionaire. Then why are you taking it then? Like, if you, why don't you have your own plane? Stop complaining about the stuff that us regular common folk got to get on. You got all these this bling, 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 blow. But think hey, about people, people spend a lot of money for flights. They don't deserve to have a comfortable working plane. Like, people have places to be. If I had somewhere to go, I scheduled my flight according to things and around my schedule. You don't have the right to constantly be making me late by putting me on planes that are broken. Then why get on the plane? Like why? Why if you know that's how the plane is, why even book it? It's not supposed to be like that. But I mean, listen. If if I had like I had troubles with Southwest, right? So quick story came from I was coming from Vegas. It was like all right, bet it was 
we sat there for an hour on the, on the uh, on the tarmac, whatever it's called. So we waited there for an hour. We missed our connecting flight. Oh, right. So we got to Denver and they were like, well, uh, uh, uh. <laughs> so we got a flight that's leaving from Chicago tomorrow morning. So you oh, could go man. to Chicago and then sleep in the, in the, in the airport. So, oh, no. so, so me and the good brother, we get on the flight from Chicago, from Denver to Chicago. We sleep in the airport. It was like 20 degrees inside the airport. Oh my gosh. And then we had to wait and then take a flight to, to Philly. Oh man, I never had a bad experience like that. Yeah. That's not like y'all was on a bully pass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you don't, you don't fly nowhere on a bully pass never. unless you have mad PTO. Because <laughs> you ain't getting the work till the following week. Yeah, the only people that should be on buddy passes are people that work for the airport. That's it. Outside of that, they all sell their buddy passes. They do. They all sell they do. them. They and do. people buy them. And sit in airports for days waiting. To <laughs> I feel like a young boy. It's like a, a important weekend. Like what is it? The what is the name? Alonzo morning or something like that. Like his weekend down in Miami oh, yeah, and stuff yeah. like that. They be down there for two weeks. With <laughs> Just sitting in the airport. Just sitting in the airport, washing up in the bathroom. Right. <laughs> I'm still out here. No, you still in here. You're still, <laughs> you're still in the airport. You're stuck. You're stuck. <laughs> like we know what it is. Yeah. Some, oh, my flight got delayed. No, no, <laughs> no, no. You didn't have a seat. <laughs> <laughs> they, they, they didn't. They, they couldn't fit you in. Ain't no future in front. Nah, listen. listen. Okay, so I'm going spirit. <laughs> ain't too proud to beg. Listen, ain't, sometimes ain't. you gotta just go for it. Sometimes yeah. you just, you know, it's not about the flight. Sometimes it's not even about the room. You ain't gonna spend a lot of time in the room anyway. It's about getting there and having fun while you're there. Because no, I, I was thinking, like you say, spend time in the room. So I was just in Miami for my birthday. I spent a lot of time in the room. Oh, yeah. yeah. Mm, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what just happened there. I don't know what just happened there. But no, I spent a lot of time in the room. It was. Uh, that's when I realized, you know what? I'm old. Washed. I'm washed. I couldn't. I couldn't. I, I tried. I, one of my homies was down here, a little younger. He got a little. A little energy to him, you know. So I tried to link up, try to link up with him. It just couldn't happen because he was just on the go. And I'm like, "Who? Oh, I could, you gotta give me like like a couple hours notice. Let me get a nap in. <laughs> you know, let me wake up. Let me see what's going on." So you should just not go back to uh, Miami. Maybe your next destination should just like be on a beach where you could just like sit and relax. I'm anti beach. I'm anti beach. Yeah, I love beaches. I don't like anything, right? Um, I don't right. like anything. No, anti beach. I just don't get it. You I don't. I don't get what you do there. Comfortable and relax, and you relax to sleep on the beach. It's just to get away and just be looking at something aesthetically pleasing, like it's pretty and it's comfortable and it's warm and sun kissed, sun hugged, sun thugged, sun loved. Sun thugged. I don't. I don't know what that is, but <laughs> you know that's cool. Like, listen, I don't knock it again. If everybody that loved the beach, love Martin and love uh, Mary J, y'all do y'all thing. The beach is dope. I mean, when I was younger, I didn't really care for it. But as I got older, like I, I'll, I'll go somewhere and stay on the beach the whole time. Yeah, love it. That's for sure. That's yeah. for sure. Oh, so Thanksgiving's coming up. It is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. So, um, came up with a list of you know the do's and don'ts of this Thanksgiving. If you're you know going to like your significant other's family's house and you don't know them too well, or 
family friends and you don't know them too well, we, we compiled a little list together of, you know, some of the do's and don'ts. I guess uh, we'll do the do's and then the don'ts. Yeah, I'm interested to hear these. Yeah, yeah. So, do's. And this one's kind of actually, like, new to me. I mean, I guess not new, but I guess I've always done it for cookouts, but never Thanksgiving. Um, you should bring something if you go to my house. Should you? Should you? I, listen, my best friend. Okay, so if Martha Stewart and Joel Osteen had a light-skinned baby, it would be my best friend. <laughs> that's a crazy combo B. that's a crazy combo she told me I was like trifling for not like taking stuff when I go you know to like my boyfriend's family's house for Thanksgiving and I was like well what am I supposed to take cause for real for real, I barely cook for myself like I'm not trying to just take something take something or look crazy like I've never taken anything so this year I'm actually going to like try to take a pie or something <laughs> it's store bought though, right? Don't get fancy. Don't try to bake nothing. Why can't I try to bake it? That's not your life. That's not you. Just go to listen. Go to shop, right? I mean, I can get cook. the sweet potato. I just don't do it often, but when I do, I do it well. This what you. I'm telling you what to do, right? All right. And he should encourage this. Okay. Go to shop, right? Uh-huh. Get the sweet potato pot. Okay. Take it out the box. Put some aluminum foil over it. <laughs> bring it with you. And, but crinkle the aluminum foil up like this. So, look, I so it look like you. Should I put it in the oven for a couple minutes? Nah, nah, you'll do that thing. You're like, you know, man, I cooked this last night. This was last minute. You know what I mean? This was last minute. <laughs> I actually kind of like that idea. That, that's, I hope nobody listens to this. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so number two uh, offer to help. When you go, you know, you see people setting the table, still cooking a little bit, whatever. Offer to help. Courtesy, courtesy goes a long way. Yeah, definitely. Especially if you bring nothing. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, if you didn't bring nothing, definitely, you know, try and, and do something to help. Listen, you need me to move these chairs. Or right, right. Don't you cut celery. Exactly. Just ask, because they're going to say no. Most probably. A good place will say no. Now, if they say yeah, <laughs> then you got to look, think twice. Like, what kind of place is <laughs> Yeah, they'll usually tell you no, but it was a good gesture. If you don't ask, they might be looking at you a little sideways, like this stuff that came here. Tell me, Wait, she don't do nothing. She don't cook. She don't ask. Right? What the hell is she good for? Exactly. All right. So, um, number three, <clears throat> if you're taking somebody with you, make your guest plate. And I was kind of conflicted about this, like you know how you know they say the woman should make the man's plate, but what if he's taking? her to his family's house where she still make the plate like she's not comfortable here so i think that if you're bringing a guest you should make your guest plate either way whether you're a man or a woman make your guest plate because you're the one that's comfortable there yeah and make it light make make the first plate light because they're going to judge you yeah like, this greedy this greedy behind woman what is she just gonna eat up everything you know but she knew here she just gonna eat up everything so yeah Make the and plate light. You can always go back. to protect yourself because you don't know who made the potato salad. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Certain things you can't get a, a big portion of. Yeah, true. The, the salads, mm-hmm. the macaroni. I had some macaroni. Listen, listen, listen. No shade. <laughs> no, no shade. I had some macaroni probably about two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And I, see, I don't know how I cook macaroni. I'm not going to lie. Okay. But I know what don't go in macaroni. <laughs> Right, okay. I know it don't go. Sugar don't go in macaroni. Ew. <laughs> yeah. Wait, baked macaroni and cheese? Yes. Sugar don't go in. And I'm not going to listen, listen, listen. I've never they heard good anyone putting sugar and baked macaroni and cheese in my life. They good peoples. But after the fourth or 
the fourth spoonful, it was just like, ugh. All right. <laughs> so listen, this was this what got to happen. I got it. They they're a beautiful person. They they're wonderful. Like they they cool peoples. I rock with them. <laughs> don't let them make no macaroni. Don't don't do that no more. Like sugar. And I, it's crazy. Like I asked, like what's in this? Like something ain't, you know, it's something ain't quite uh, yeah. sugar. Ew. That's like this pe- the spaghetti the sugar people. It was, I was like, I put sugar in my spaghetti. You one of them. Oh, you it's banging sugar and cheese. But I can understand. I can understand sugar just on the strength of because the sauce is like yeah. it could be sweet, but not mac and cheese. Not mac, not mac and cheese. Absolutely not. Ew. I mean, a lot of stuff you can kind of gauge it by the colors. You know what color certain stuff is supposed to be. <laughs> the color not, if the hue not looking right, you might don't just put a, a dollop. <laughs> just a dollop. Yeah, just, to, just to be polite. Mm-hmm. Mm, that's good. And that's like, that's that's enough that it looked like you did touch some of it. So if you like, you know how you fold the plate in half. <laughs> you fold the plate in half and slide it in the bag. Just in case, just in case you don't like it, you still got food on your plate. It's like Seinfeld with the mutton. What's that? No, no. I, I felt like a, a crickets when I said Seinfeld <laughs> with the mutton. So mutton is like a type of meat. And so, I, you know, I went Seinfeld. I'm a Seinfeld fanatic. Yeah, I got a DVD. So what happened was he went over. It was grandma, grandma, grandma something. And she, oh, Jerry was over there. He was eating. You know, he had the handkerchief. So he was spitting the mutton out and putting it in the <laughs> oh, okay. eating it. You know what I mean? So that was my sign for reference for the night. Forget y'all. Right. I don't care if y'all like it or not. <laughs> uh, what's next? Oh, um, if you're hosting, like if people are coming to your house for Thanksgiving, don't put fat back and everything. <laughs> Where'd that come from? Don't put that caught me on guard. Don't cook everything in pork. Like be conscientious of your your. Possible get um, guests that don't eat certain things, you know, like have something maybe that a vegetarian can eat or a vegan. No, can see, eat. I disagree. I disagree. You know why? why? You got to announce these people first. <laughs> first, don't bring no vegetarian to. Uh, I don't cook, right? I cook bacon and eggs. That's it. So if somebody come to my crib, you get no bacon and eggs. Listen, the swine is divine. The swine is divine, but. If somebody, if you bring in somebody uh, who's Muslim or who's a vegetarian or who pescatarian, they need to know what they're getting into. They better bring their own stuff. You know, you can't ask a family to change their whole, the whole dynamics of their Thanksgiving dinner because There's of one person. Dynamics, but you can, you can definitely add some things that make people feel included. If they, if they contributing, <laughs> if they're contributing to the, to the food, but otherwise, like if you go to, go to your boyfriend's house and. And you like, oh, I don't eat that. That's well, sorry to hear that. <laughs> you just won't I mean, be eating. That's how it is sometimes. Yeah, though. you just like, won't eat. They eat stuff that you know I don't necessarily eat. Back so, to the but, Chinese store. But they love me dearly, so they always do have like stuff that they know that I can eat because they know I don't eat beef or pork or any red meat. So they'll always have like something that I can't eat. Like, no, you can't eat this pre, but you can eat this. I made this for you. Okay, so, but you got time, man. That's what happens when you're you got time, and this isn't your first holiday. Your first holiday, you can't say nothing. You just got to go and drink yeah. diet, seven up or something. First holiday, I had like two things on my plate because <laughs> they don't know if you're gonna be around or not next year. You might not make it from Thanksgiving to Christmas, so True. we're not gonna sit here and try to change up everything for you. 
<laughs> you know? This is true. This is definitely true. Yeah. But that kind of brings, uh, like, what would you say? The last one I had was, um, if you don't eat everything, definitely make your first stop count or bring a dish that you can actually eat. So, like, if you know that you may be getting yourself into a situation where some down home south, out down south cooking about to go on, you most probably can't eat anything there but the sweet potato pie. From ShopRite. <laughs> that I can use up in the oven <laughs> with aluminum foil. Exactly. That's crinkled up. And sometimes that might be it. Oh, people put bacon in potato salad. Oh. Hold on, pause for the cause. So at work we had cultural day. <laughs> cultural day. Cultural. I can almost guess the type of things that came in. And it was like um, it was a potluck. They had like baked macaroni and cheese in a crock pot. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder who made that, Sally. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That that's not. That was. That, that wasn't cool. Sally did make that. I'm sorry. She did. She did. She did. Like, I knew it was Sally. <laughs> she did. What else? It was all kinds of crazy stuff. What else? That, was, that one just stuck out the most to me. It was just like, where's the thing already cheese? Over in the crock pot. What? In the, in the so crock pot. Was it brothy or was it? I feel like where people gonna listen to this. <laughs> so now I'm gonna try to even bring it up. <laughs> well, we know Sally, you and that crock pot didn't do what's wrong. You should just not brung nothing. You should have got sweet potato pie from shop right. Oh, some fried chicken or some something. You know, I was uh, so I was real conflicted because it's like you know, as they had it like broke up into like countries and ethnicities. Oh, that's and cool. Stuff like that's that. cool. And it was weird because it was like American dishes, but I felt like, where did I fit in? Like, I didn't feel like I fit in with the American dishes, mm. being black. But I'm also not necessarily Caribbean or African or anything like that. So it was just like, you know, when they first brought it up, I was like, I'm going to bring salt water. <laughs> Because that's what y'all brought my people over on, <laughs> the salty seas. <laughs> and y'all took my culture, so all I got left is this salty water. <laughs> it's just sprinkling it on people. Right. <laughs> Sally. <laughs> some people laughed, and then some people just looked at me. It's the like, awkward. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Free show. What, what's going on here? Right. But what I did say is if anybody black bring any type of fried chicken, watermelon or any of the like <laughs> i was gonna be upset yeah yeah it's, it's certain things that that happens when we have um interracial uh events with right. that relates to food or certain things that can't happen right. you can't bring the fried chicken you no. can't bring the watermelon i won't even eat it in front of them <laughs> i won't even eat it in front of them like, i will not eat so you won't like, go to popeyes and get like a three no I, I can't stand that lady on that commercial either because she's just super negro fired you and the, want the chicken, honey? Like, come on, come on, ma'am. Like, she's not even like that in real life. She's not, she's not. She only be eat chicken. Probably not. She only be eat chicken. She's probably vegan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that was the do's. Now, the don'ts. Um, <laughs> don't, don't take a whole lot of plates. 
And don't come in there with no foil pens, especially if you didn't bring anything. Don't leave with more than two plates. <laughs> Why are you over here looking like that? Because I got three stops on on Thursday. <laughs> and I know what I'm getting already from each one. You know, so okay, but you could take one plate from each no, plate. No, no, no. Because listen, I, listen, first... I am, I got to watch my words, right? I got to watch what I say. So, um, you know, I'm a gentleman who happens to live alone. Okay. So, and I rarely cook. Okay. So when I go to places, I got to stock up. You know, I got, <laughs> That's I, not right. I got to stock up because I, I might not, I need to not pay for my food for a long period of time. Well, how long do you think the leftovers are going to last? It's going to last as long as it needs to last. I'm not one. I don't check expiration dates. I don't know how long it lasts. Listen, if I got meatballs from seven days ago, we're going to figure a way to make them work. Ew. But that's just how I roll. You know, that's just how I roll. I got to eat. I can't starve. Especially if it's free food. Free food. Listen, don't tell me to take a plate and then try to put a limit on how many plates I can take. It doesn't make you feel awkward. You don't feel like you you're doing me. something wrong. You shouldn't invite me. Oh my gosh. Number two. I bought this bottle of 1099 liquor. <laughs> listen, I'm taking it like four <laughs> plates. <laughs> like, listen. Oh my gosh. Don't create um don't create awkward situations. What you mean? When I said that, I meant kind of like, um, don't don't be like you know how a lot of people are still friends with like or they're close to like the ex's family. Uh-huh. Like don't show up to the ex's family's meal with your new boo. Like oh no 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 that's mad awkward. No. Just no. don't bring up the awkward stuff or or if you know family members are beefing like don't don't bring up the beef or don't do anything awkward at the dinner table. Well, Uncle, Uncle Jim, you get your twenty five dollars yet from Uncle Sam? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I just now that. I get it. Yeah. 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 Keep the peace. Right. Exactly. Don't be petty. Make this Thanksgiving petty free as as possible. Yeah. You know. Yeah. No, I agree with that. When when in doubt, don't say it. Be mindful of your words, especially after you get a little bit of you know holiday cheer in you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you that's know? what we call it. Holiday. Yeah, holiday. Get a little holiday cheer. After you get a little holiday cheer, like keep still keep it kosher. Um. Don't. Oh, this is for like if you're somewhere where it's not necessarily family or, you know, don't get drunk at dinner. Don't. Don't be that person. Don't be the guest that got trashed. <laughs> and this is the first time me meeting you. <laughs> what You know, <laughs> all of these don't. <laughs> I feel like you are making yourself an exception to all of these rules. Well, listen, I mean, the, the world knows I'm a mental health expert. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm a bodybuilder, a power lifter, and right. all of those things. But I also like to indulge in a good whiskey okay. from time to time. And so my thing is, listen, I'm either going to drink and enjoy it, or I'm not going to drink. So, I mean, I'm not going to get, you know, in, in, inebriated to the point where it's like, who is this guy? You know, but listen, if you're chilling with with uh, Aunt Jerry and and Uncle Tyrone and they passing you, listen, we're going to enjoy this. We're going to enjoy this. You have to limit yourself. You Because d- it can go left real quick. Yeah, I mean, but you got to know who you are. You know, you got to know who you are. Know your limits. Don't say, If you only could drink one, uh, what, what's a little, uh, one Smirnoff. 
<laughs> you can only drink one Smirnoff, but don't go out there trying to be something that you're not. Just try and fit in. Right. Be true right. to who you are. And that, and that, I think that's key. Be true to who you are. Don't try to show off and be somebody you're not. Even with conversation, don't try to be somebody you're not and try to in, engage everybody. Get caught in the line ex- like a weirdo. Exactly. If that's not who you are. <laughs> right. You know, well, what do you... To not self be true. Exactly. Exactly. Well, fool, what do you think about Trump and Clinton? Listen, um, <laughs> the mac- who bought the macaroni and cheese inside the crack pot? That's what I want to know. You got to deflect. Just deflect. That's all we do. Lord, that with that macaroni and cheese. I'm sorry. And, and, and the person might listen to this, that macaroni and cheese. Gosh, I wasn't right for about two days. <laughs> about two days. I questioned whether I was going to eat macaroni and cheese again in my life. Because I was I was just, I was over it. But go ahead. Okay, so the next one I said, um, don't hit and run. So don't go grab plates and just dip out. <laughs> like, that's not right. Don't do that. Like, I know you may have a lot of stops to make on Thanksgiving. But don't be that person that just comes through, makes your plate. <laughs> And then, all right, y'all. It was good seeing y'all. See y'all Christmas. No, no, no. See, and, and again, I, I and I don't want to disagree with everything you're saying, <laughs> but I mean, it's, if that's the person that you're, because that's going to be the, that's going to be me. You know, at one of the stops I got to go to. Why? Because I, I have three stops to go to. So right, and so you can't give them their due time. I, I mean, I'm I'm gonna put in some time, but it's not going to be a, a lengthy for especially the second one. The second one's not going to be lengthy at all. Um. So it's like going, hey, 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 you all right? The school's good? That's what's up, man. That's what's up. And then that's when you got to do the Irish exit. Yeah, what's the Irish exit? The Irish exit. All right. I'm, you don't even say you out. You just roll. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you don't say bye. You just. <laughs> no, that's it. You don't do that. <laughs> or you say, listen, I got to go to my car. I'll be right back. <laughs> no, that's how you No, you can't say. You say you'll come back. You can't because you're not going to come back. So why lie? Well, why lie and say you're going to your car? You you are going to your car technically, so you can leave. <laughs> so, you, but you got to do the Irish exit. You don't. You just roll. Oh, if that's what you're going to do, if you plan on going to somebody's crib and just getting a plate, go in there, smile. Hey, what's up? What's up? Get your plate and just keep it moving. Roll. Oh, don't man. say bye. That's, that's the Irish right. exit. That's not right. Man. No, it's, it's real. You don't do that to people. It's okay. I'll be like, don't come back for Christmas. But this- text him, like, don't come back for Christmas. <laughs> Like, don't come back ever again. Oh, oh really? You just gonna take it there? <laughs> hey, I got my I got my plates though. Got them plates though. Oh man. Okay, and um, the last one. Don't overstay your welcome. Mm-hmm. So you know the nice wine down. They done wrapped everything up in foil. and put it in the refrigerator. They done put the bottles back in the bar, and you still the only one lingering. And they looking at you, looking at them like. Hit you with that. Uh, so what you about to do? <laughs> and you gotta just look at them, looking at you. So don't be that person. Don't overstay your welcome. I like agree. if if the the night's coming to a close and everybody looking sleepy, you know that the the host wants to go take a nap. They done been cooking all day and they ready to take it in. You know, go ahead, go home, yeah. go home, take it to go plates, <laughs> go home, or make another stop. I agree. I agree. Yeah, so those were the do's and don'ts I had. I'm trying to think. Do you want to do the listener letter first, or do you kind of want to go into the relationship stuff? We could actually 
do the listener letters, and one of them is kind of relationshipy. Then we can use that as a segue. Okay. Yeah. So we have two listener letters this week, and the first one. I don't want to say we're going. We want to call her. I'm going to be uh, anonymous. So we'll call call her Jean. Or we'll James Friend. Hi, James Friend. James Friend. Hello. Dear Nobody Info, maybe you can help. My friend and her new boyfriend have been together for about two months now. She says she's happy. He takes her out all the time. He's fly, buys her these expensive, over-the-top gifts. Everything seems cool, except one thing has her questioning how genuine her relationship is. He invites her to a family gathering and tells her he can't wait to introduce her to his folks. But before they go, he tells her she has to let him dress her. <laughs> I'm sorry. Now, I'm sorry. my girlfriend is by no means unfashionable. Yeah. She's no fashionista. She's plain jean, but always looks cute and wears what makes her feel her best. This wasn't the first time he's made um, these type of comments. He watches her closely when they're getting dressed to go out. Don't wear that. Throw this out. And when they go shopping, he tells her which stores to shop in, which are pretty much high-end, expensive clothing stores. Um, and he tells her that she can't shop low-end like H&M anymore. And that thrifting for fashionable finds um, just doesn't work for him. And it's unacceptable. Um, she's, pretty, she's pretty irritated by the whole situation. It says that his comments make her feel insecure. And more like something to post nice pictures with on Instagram. She's now questioning whether or not he feels like he, she's embarrassing him by just being herself. Sorry. She also doesn't want her relationship to become a walking Instagram meme. What do you guys think? Is he being way too shallow or controlling? Do you feel like many people, especially with social media um, these days, playing a big part in people's lives, look for partners? Um, they feel are more fly or aesthetically pleasing for Instagram posts are matching sneakers and glitz and glam getting in the way of what's a real relationship. Um, and do we flaunt our partner in public and online simply for the gaze of others? What do you think my girlfriend should do? Should she drop his ass? Oops. Uh, Sincerely, Jane's friend. Ignore that. I didn't say that one. Sorry. Um, yeah, she needs to run for the hills. She needs to run for the hills. It's she's he's trying to change her to to meet his standards and she's uncomfortable she already said it she knows the answer hence the reason why it's it's in there that you know she's starting to feel insecure about about how he's making her feel with her uh with her appearance and so it's not like it's been a year it's been two months and granted, it could be a wonderful two months, but at this point, she has to look at it and say, "He's trying to dress you. He's trying to change who you are. Right. This is this is the fabric of you. <laughs> you know. Granted, it is just clothes, but that's who you're comfortable with. This is who you're comfortable being. And so, if he can't accept that, then it's time to move on. So, I mean, I think she has the answer. And anytime you, again, I don't know if this is third party. I guess this is third party. But she understands that it's, it's time to to go somewhere else because it is going to be somebody who appreciates her for being a thrifty shopper and for shopping at H&M and, and, and making all these amazing finds at, at low cost exactly. and still being, you know, still being fly. And it's, it's not to say that it's something wrong with him. 
it's just that's not the situation you want to be in. You know, and it's, it's no thing against anybody. But you know what? You had a great two months. It's time to move on. I agree. Um, I've always said that it's the person that makes the clothes, not the clothes that make the person. So whether she's in H&M and, and things from the thrift store, if you know how to make them pieces hit, if you know how to put it together, you know how to put it together. So I don't even think it's about her looking fashionable or not. It's him and this image that he's trying to portray. And I feel like a lot of people get lost with that in this, you know, this social media era where it's getting dressed for other people, doing things for other people and and some type of validation and letting other people validate you by the things that you have or that they see that you have on on social media. And it's it's false. Like it's you be comfortable, be who you are. Like I know people that they won't wear an outfit again or they won't wear an outfit out if they already have pictures and they want Instagram. <laughs> and I just think that's ridiculous. Like real people wear their clothes over and they over do. and over. Like no one goes out and buys a new outfit every day. Like no one has no one has it like that around here. Like, well, yo, especially yo. no one on no booking info. <laughs> well, let's listen. We talking about my two straight <laughs> fake Adidas pants that I wear proudly in my chucks. <laughs> no, but but I but I agree. You know, I, I me personally, like I know how I like if I want to. Like it was one point in time in life where it was like, oh, I had to get dressed. I had to I had to go buy something fly and spend money on it. And now it's at the point where you know what it's. I'm comfortable with who I am. I'm comfortable with my two striped Adidas sweatpants and my temple <laughs> hoodie and my chucks, and I'm good like that. I'm I'm okay. And granted, if I'm if I'm dating somebody who and and luckily when I've you know when I've dated even you know recent relationships where <laughs> I was I was accepted. You know I was accepted for who I was, and that's all that you can hope for. You can only hope that you're accepted for who you are. And if you aren't, then you know, it's, it may sound cliche, but there's plenty of fish in the sea. There's somebody who, again, who's going to adore you and desire you for exactly who you are. And if you have to do that for your family, you know, I, I can understand, like, listen, you know, babe, uh, you know, listen, you're beautiful, you know, but I, I want to see you in this. You know, I, I can I see you in this, but not, oh, all right, we're going to my family house. You got to put this on. It's like, no, nah, it's a right. difference. You know, I can try and encourage you to, you know, in, in, to encourage you to possibly change, um, but again, but if, not clothing. But, yeah, but if, if but you it, have like some habits or something like that that may be like harming you or keeping you from leveling up or something like that, I can understand. But not by what she's wearing, yeah. but, not physical appearance. But my like, concern is that she hasn't again, and, and clearly she hasn't said this to him. So when it, this isn't the first time, this meeting of the family, as it's stated. That he says something about how he's about how she dresses, so he probably makes comments. He listen, you let's let's go to King of Prussia. I haven't been in King of Prussia in about ten years, you know. But let's go to King of Prussia, and yeah, because I, I don't shop. I'd rather go to where do I shop at? Uh, wherever I can get some cheap from, you know. I just put it on. I got. I respect it. Yeah, you know, but um, you know, he is she like this isn't the first time, and so. That she probably ignored it and ignored it again and probably didn't say anything. But at some point she has to stand up for herself. She has to say, listen, this is who I am. And right. either you're going to want me for who I am or we can't do this. Right. And so 
clearly, if she feels some type of way, especially when we start using words like insecure, that's doing nothing. That means you're 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 bound to have low self esteem, right. and and he's doing nothing to help that. So again, you're you're again, you know cliche. And depending on how intense it is, it could be borderline abusive. Indeed, exceed, and and so your mental health matters. You know, your mental health matters even when it comes to something like this, like your interest, especially if it's nothing that's harmful. Get the the feeling of not being good enough. Exactly. When exactly. you're more than enough. Exactly. That's what happens. People try to people when people get in relationships, um, you know, we try to like I'm a firm believer in change. I had a I had a psychologist, God rest his soul, that said, you know, change either change to get something or to keep something. And so, you know, I, I live by that. And so but it has to be something positive. It has to be something where I don't mind changing for. And so even if I'm interacting with somebody where, you know, I see something where, you know, could potentially be changed. It's not going to be something, you know, and, and again, to him, it might not be frivolous, but to me, you know, wardrobe, that's frivolous to me. Um, so, but then I, I will try to listen, you know, try to encourage him, you know, try to say, listen, this is, have you ever tried this? Listen, I, I think you're, I think you have a, a, a voice. I think you need to be more outspoken. I think you need to, to, I, I want you to be better. You know, I want you to be better for you and not even for, and that's the key. Like, I want you to be better for you, not for me. Right. And so it's, it, it, you know, again, it's incumbent upon this individual to, to make that decision. But what will happen is, do I think she's going to leave him? No, she's not going to leave him I mean, because not two months is a long time. Two months, you know, in, in reality, two months is not a long time. But when you're single and when you're out in these streets and you see the BS that's out in the dating world, okay. then two months dealing with the same person seems like 25 years. And it's like, you know what? It's like, do I do I stay where I'm comfortable? It might not be the best situation. I can understand that. But, but do I stay or do I go back out in that dating field where... I'm on plenty of fish and I'm, you know, I'm in IG DMs and, and all these right, things, right. you know, responding to DMs about people who think I'm cute. And, and this, <laughs> it, you know, it, it makes it, it makes it difficult. So I don't think I she's going to leave. That's a big thing now too, is people just fearing the unknown, like, you know, kind of accepting what is because you don't know what could be like, give this away and potentially find something worse when not really paying attention to the the case that it could be giving something away to come into something better. Yeah. But that's every aspect of our lives though. You know, we look at our we look at our relationships, we look at our careers. How many people sit at jobs where they they hate their jobs and then they're like Exactly. And so it's you know it's something on that other side. You see people who like when I worked at DHS, I hated it. I hated it. All five years I was there, it wasn't for me. That wasn't the type of social work I wanted to do. But for me, it was, all right, it's something else out there. I don't know what it is, but I'm going to go get it. Right. You know, I'm going to go find Sometimes it. And I might be uncomfortable for it. Like when I, I walked in one day, I said, listen, this is, I walked in, I said, here's my letter of resignation. They said, you don't want to get two weeks? I said, listen, if I end up back here, something went wrong. Right. Something went wrong. And it's right. and it's not to knock the people that's because I know I have friends who've been there for nine, ten years. But for me, 
I couldn't do it because I needed something else. You know, my happiness matters to me. Right. And not to say that they're not happy or anything like that. Different strokes for different folks. Exactly. And so I had to make that decision. Yeah, sometimes and you have a, to step out on faith. And a Seriously. lot and a lot of people they can't do that. And I understand because what happens? You get like if I if I was there, I probably would be, well, no, I'm I'm good. But you know, you you have this time in, you get a pension, you'll be secure for for later in life. And so that's more appealing than the here and now. And you're willing to sacrifice happiness. A lot of people sacrifice happiness because of what's known, the known quantity. And so I think we're we're all victim of that. At some point in our lives, we say we stay in that relationship where we say, you know what? Yeah, this person makes me happy, but I still want to see what else is out there. But it's like, no, I'm not going to do that. So they stay. And so they stay in relationships for, for 30, 40 years. I, I, I was at one point a stretch, I was meeting like five, six people who are in like their fifties getting like divorced. And I'm like, wow. Well, in that, in that sense, they were probably together for the kids. Which happens, yeah. which happens. And so I'm a, I'm a proponent of, of finding happiness for self, finding happiness for self. Cause you get one life, you get one life to make, make it work. You know, now if you believe in Jesus or Allah, whatever, you get the afterlife, and you know, you're gonna be down there making some barbecue. You know, um, but no, that's too far. Not I. That's oh, you're not gonna be there. So you you gonna bring the charcoal? Nope. Mm-hmm. Going to heaven. What about the lamb? Excuse me. Can I get lamb? I don't eat lamb. No, you know, no beef, no beef info. You know what I mean? Go ahead. <laughs> no reason. No reason. No, but I love Lord. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. For. I'm trying to be obedient. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I, and I don't knock it again. My but thing right, is, life what is makes sure. you happy? No one what has makes time you happy? for their podcast equipment to be stolen weekly. Yeah, I mean, well, let's touch on that. Let's touch on that. No, yeah, this let's, is this. Let's, let's, let's touch talk on that. About it. Hashtag relationship filter. So for people who don't know, who, who don't follow me on, on Facebook or anything like that, I had I had an incident. <laughs> I'm trying to I'm trying to be respectful. I'm trying to be respectful. Um I had an incident where um somebody that was dating, somebody that I cared about, you know, for, for a period of time. Still care about. Yes. Yes, I can't I can't lie and say that I don't. You that is huh? you know <laughs> No, somebody that I care about. Um, and you know, the things haven't been the best, you know, we, we aren't getting it together. Yeah. And it's meshing. no, no, you know, and sometimes we don't mesh. Sometimes you need time apart to, to find out who you are, to find out, you know, why you aren't meshing again, when you, in my opinion, when you're not meshing with somebody, it. It's partly them, but it's it's partly you too, and so th- with that decision, you know, made listen. I, we need to figure out who we are um, without one another, and so. Um, <laughs> and she did it in the thermostat, right? That's why I'm cold right now. <laughs> well, you put no. First off, my thermostat. If anybody knows, see, nobody comes to my house, right? Because we we're recording live from my house. Listen, I haven't turned the heat on. In seven years in oh, my house, my I got a space heater. Quick story. So my daughter, my baby girl, Kaylin, she's eight. And so when she was about 
she was about, I don't know how old was Kaylin? Kaylin was about one and a half years old or something like that. And she was over here and I had the heat on trying to be a good dad. No, no, no. It was the, it was the air conditioner because it was in August. I tried to be a good dad. I didn't want her to swelter or nothing, you know, be, be sweating to death. She was still, she wasn't really walking around all like that. And so I left my, my central air on for two days and I got a bill that said like $400 <laughs> and I called up, I said, Hey, 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 what's happening here? And they were like, well, sir, look at these two days. Um, you had the central air running and that's, that, that was like 275. I said, Oh, I said, Oh, not this little girl. This little girl ain't going to get my air. You know what I mean? She's not, listen, she not paying for it. She's not going to get it. And so ever since then, I have not turned it on. Oh, no. I took it down just in case I got tempted to turn it on, you know? So, uh, so yeah, so that's what it is. <laughs> so no, that wasn't taken, but you know what happens, you know, when people get upset, when people get frustrated in relationships at times, and it, it doesn't necessarily mean that they're bad people. Um, you know, I don't think this individual was a bad person at all. I think they're very, a very dope person. However, you know, we're in the process of finding out who we are away from each other. And so I guess they got wind of, they, they were just frustrated about, about things in life, you know, with regards to me and situations. And, um, I leave my door open, right? I've left my door open now for the past, for sure. the past since I've been here for eight years, sure. I, I leave my door open, my front door open. I think I actually physically left it wide open one time I was going for three days and I come back, everything was fine. Cause I have a neighbor who like she, uh, who Pearl, who that Pearl from two, two, seven, always on She always out there, always <laughs> out there. Anything go down on this block. She know about you know when the blinds got the permanent bend. bend. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So, uh, I came in from work a few days ago and like the podcast equipment was gone and the laptop was gone and I had one chuck that was missing. You know, people know how much I love my I love my chucks. You know, that's all I wear on my feet. I wear chucks. And I had one chuck missing. And my scale, I get on the scale every morning to see if see if I'm a platter or not. And that was missing. Um, and so this individual, they they, you know, they they took it, you know, because um for whatever reason, for whatever reason, I don't know. But um you know, subsequently, I end up getting my stuff back. <laughs> you know, they so. don't want you to secure the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> don't listen today. <laughs> yeah, it's you know, I, again, I'm I'm respectful of that situation and and what happened and and you know, hopefully, I I don't foresee it happening again. I think you know, we understand. I, want, I always want for me personally, I want people to be in good places with me. Um, that's just who I am. I don't. I never want somebody to be mad at me. I don't want people to hate me. And so that could be, a, that, that's often a, uh, I don't want to say a flaw, but, you know, that could be problematic at times. You know, not to say this situation, but, you know, sometimes you have to just leave people where they are. You have to, if, if you're focusing on self, you know, and somebody is, can influence that, then you have to let them go and not, and try hard not to feel bad about it, which is the difficult part, especially if you're somebody who cares and it, it was somebody, or you know, you care about, you know, whether male, female, or what have you. So it's, you know, it can be a difficult situation. So, and so when we hear about the podcast equipment being going, <laughs> that was a situation that that occurred recently. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah. So, 
That's it. That's that's the story. Yeah. That's the yeah. Story. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. So that's a pretty good segue. Um, way to tell. The relationship may not be healthy. So, poor communication. Yes. Communication is really key. It's it's super key. Communication is everything in a relationship. If you have poor communication, and that's verbal, nonverbal, like, it'll ruin a relationship. Let's not agree. Not knowing how to communicate with a person. Because some people... They communicate in different ways, and you really have to know how to talk to a certain person. You can't talk to everyone the same. You can't. You mm-hmm. can't voice your concerns the same. You can't joke the same. You have to really know that person and like get to know them and you know kind of how they operate to know how to communicate with them the most effectively. Yeah. No, I I, I completely agree. Um, I think if communication was and sometimes we, you know, we, I know me personally, I'm not, even though I'm a great communicator at times, I'm not. And so I can understand how at times I don't, I'm, I'm not the best at, at speaking as to what's happening with me, what, you know, my feelings, my emotions, my thoughts and what's happening because like many people, we feel like we can deal with it on our own. And so when you're in a relationship that become, that can become detrimental to the relationship because you're not expressing what's happening. You're not expressing your likes or dislikes. Um, conversely, if you get somebody who who's communicates in a way that that's um, not productive to to improving said relationship, so you have somebody who talks down to you, who's who's constantly negative with regards to what it is that you're doing. That too can can negatively affect you know not only relationship but you in general and your own mental health, and so that's why it's critical. And and this is the like people say, like when you look at the top reasons for divorce, you know, you look at finances, you look at infidelity, you look at all these things. They all boil down to communication. They all boil down to communication. So if you're having financial issues with your spouse, you know. I'm a firm believer that if this is communicated now, different. Granted, it doesn't solve any every situation, but you know it may change what happens. It might be less volatile if if you're able to communicate as adults. But what happens is when you get feelings involved and emotions involved, it they tend to lead the way. They tend to lead the way. That's what meets the individual. That's what's leading the conversation. The emotions, the yelling, the screaming. And again, it becomes counterproductive. And so I'm a firm believer at taking time away, especially when you're frustrated and, and gathering your thoughts, unless you're able to to have a healthy, uh, a healthy discussion, uh, uh, one that's geared towards problem solving. So, yeah, no, communication is, is key. I think it's the, the downfall of all relationships, ultimately. Agreed. Um Number two, I have insecurity. Doom, doom, doom. Um, I definitely think people look and think that um, 
insecurity is just, you know, a person, sometimes a person um, doing it on their own, but you have to think about who's insecure, why are they insecure, um, and then the person that may be making them insecure in the relationship. Like, I know oftentimes we can um, do certain things or say certain things that can kind of trigger insecurity in our partners and, like, make them think things. I know some people that kind of do it on purpose because they get a kick out of it. And that's unhealthy. You shouldn't do that. You should always want your partner to be secure and, you know, confident in the relationship. Because once that confidence or that security is gone, um, then you run into other problems with, like, the distrust and things like that. People, you know, like, uh, invading your privacy, going through phones and things like that. That's the kind of thing that insecurity um, breeds. So uh, having insecurity in the relationship can be unhealthy. But then, I mean, I feel like everyone has some things that they're insecure about. But you have to be honest with yourself and ask yourself, is this, am I insecure in this relationship? Is this relationship making me insecure? Or am I insecure um, in myself? Am I an insecure person? And if that's the case, then maybe you should step back from a relationship and really, you know, focus on yourself and work on, work on yourself and your self-love so you can be secure in yourself and you can be more secure in a relationship. Yeah, no, I, I, listen, I, again, I agree. I agree. Insecurity is, is it's difficult. And sometimes we we don't take into consideration what our our significant other. You know, we don't take them into consideration, you know, when we make decisions. I know for again, I, I have no problem in speaking about myself. Right. Because uh, again, I'm an inspirational speaker, and I get in front of people and I talk about you know the things that I've that I experienced in my life that contribute to to my mental health and things like that. But I can understand how my decisions have in in past relationships have made people insecure. Uh, you know, sure, you know one thing. I have a lot of female friends, right? I have a lot of female friends, and and my thing is. They just the homies, you know. They're just the homies. I just look at it as you know what. It's just the homies. Right. But what happens is I don't take into consideration people's past and what they've experienced with people that, oh, you know, they may say, "Oh, this is just the homie," and they may be, you know, they may cheat on them. They they or what they've experienced in those things. And for me, I need to be aware of you know in in future relationships that. Before it was like, okay, you know, listen, that's the homie is is what it is. But now it's like, all right, because I care about this individual, I may need to go out of my way to make them feel a, a bit more comfortable right. with situations. So that might mean, okay, uh, I have a homie Q, even though she's in Virginia now. But, you know, like Q, you know, let's, let's meet up, you know, I'm going to bring so-and-so, you know, so just so they can meet you. We go, we go and chill, bust it up and, and have fun. Right. You know, but it's little things like that that go to to help with somebody that's insecure. Now, if we have somebody who's who's insecure and they are they aren't healed from what's happening, then that's a different story. What's happened in their past, you know, so they're bringing that on into they're bringing that baggage, that luggage into future relationships. 
then there's nothing that you can do to stop this individual from being insecure. It's, it's no words that you can do. It's no behaviors. They're going to be who they've been because of what the situations they've experienced called for. So yeah, I definitely understand that. And I'm, um, I'm big on, you know, kind of telling people that they shouldn't move on um, to something new unless they're over, you know, their past situations. I know me personally, like it took me a long time to kind of realize that because a lot of people, they give you that, um, that advice that, you know, to move on from someone, you need to be dating other people. You need to actively be dating, you know, and and you know when you're a dope individual, I agree with like that me, though. Honestly, I, I, I agree with that. When you're a dope individual, oh. me, of course, people start to really like you, but you're not even over the last situation. Yeah. You're emotionally so, unavailable. Exactly, yeah. exactly, emotionally unavailable. So you know when when real bay start acting right again, it's like, well, I'm going back to real bad, <laughs> and then you leave, you know, a really great person high and dry, and that's not right. It's not right. So you were trying to do that to you know, feel as though you were healing yourself emotionally, but in in at the same time you you messed up somebody else. You ghosted somebody else and, and you shouldn't do that. So before you move on to new situations, you definitely need to be healed or make sure you're over the old situation. But I don't think it's no way to really know that. I, I, I personally don't because it's it's <sighs> I, I just don't think it's any way to know that when you when you see somebody else like granted, you're like, you know what, I'm gonna go out here and do my thing. Now, granted, you might feel that, OK, you might still have feelings for this individual and you might date somebody else. But you never know, because it's like, you know, what, a year might go past and you might not date anybody and you start dating somebody else. And it's like, you know what, me dating this person, I feel like I really want to be with this other person. And so it's like, again, you never know. Now, are you taking steps? Does time potentially heal wounds and, and lack of communication and things like that? Can that change things? Yeah. Um, but I think it's, it's no way to really know. That's why I always equate love to, to war. You know, it's like when you go over there, you don't know what's going to happen. You know, you, you hope you're prepared. You hope you're ready. But in reality, you might not be. You might not be. And what happens is, it might cost you, and again, this isn't to make light of of war or what have you, but it might cause it might cost you casualties. The casualty might be yourself, or it might be somebody else. And in this world of, especially where where me, I am personally, listen, I'm about my happiness. You know, I'm about my happiness. Listen, I apologize if I, and I'm not saying this is where I'm at right now. You know, but I apologize if I hurt you in any type of way. Right. I'm sorry. Like you're you're a dope person, but you know what? I I need to be back somewhere else, or you know what? It's not you. That's a hard conversation to have with somebody, though. It's, like sometimes it's easier to just disappear. It is. It is easy to stop <laughs> answering calls and change selfish. numbers. It's definitely selfish, but a lot of times it's easier to just disappear. Yeah. I, I, listen, I was watching Seinfeld last night, right? Another Seinfeld reference, <laughs> and it was the like George was dating this girl, and she hit him with the "It's not you, it's me." Like, oh, that's my line. Like, oh, 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 it's not you, it's me. No, it's, I invented that. But honestly, that's what it can be at times, you know? And so you can't feel bad about that. You know, the, the best thing you can do is be honest. The best thing you can be on, do is be honest. Listen, I just got out of a relationship. You know, it's, uh, again, it's, <laughs> I hate talking about self, 
You know, I hate taking about talking about self. Well, people like it. That was Not, people feedback. People like the yeah. story. But but it's real though. I know I know where I am. You know, I know where I am. I might be uh I might be emotionally unavailable, you know, because I'm somebody who who feels hard. You know, so if I invest Oh my, my violin right there. You know, but I'm somebody who feels hard. So it's like granted time does heal, you know, and once I'm once I'm cold to a situation, that's that's a wrap. You know, once it's a wrap, it's it's you know, but I can say am I emotionally unavailable? Yeah, I'm emotionally unavailable. Um do you know, will that hinder, you know, any prospects that that I might have just in general, <laughs> you know, what, could that potentially hinder things? I don't know. I don't know. And and I think this is where the, the knowledge of self and, and understanding who I am comes into effect. You know, listen, I'm not out here to mislead women and break hearts. Like that's not, that's not my goal, you know, but I do know, you know what I do like the company of, of somebody dope. And I deserve, I, like I was talking to my friend, what's up, Asia? You ain't listened to the first episode, but what's up to you? You know, I was talking to her earlier before, you know, before the podcast, you know, we were talking about, you know, we deserve to interact with people that's dope. That's true. Like we, we deserve that, whether it's on a, a friendship level or, or more than a friendship level. And when we, because, because her perspective was, was with regards to women who say, um, they don't need a man and they are by themselves. And it's like, listen, how do you really find out about self? Like it's, it's different areas that where you, you grow in, mm-hmm. you know, and you learn more about yourself. So if you don't have this, you know, if you don't have this interpersonal relationship with somebody, whether again, male, female, just on an intimate level, right. then you're missing out, you know, you're missing out. And so my thing is, listen, I'm granted, again, I might be emotionally unavailable, but again, I'm in a position to where I can experience and enjoy somebody dope. And when it, if it gets to that point where it, you know, because ultimatums always come, you know what I mean? They always come. What is, what, what are we doing? What are we? What are we? We just enjoying life. You know what I mean? That's that's my (laughs) go-to line. We just, listen, we just living life, man. I mean, but then you should be honest. I'm emotionally unavailable. I'm not looking for a relationship. But what I can say is you can even say that to people. You can let people know that I'm not out here looking for anything. Like, I'm not ready to be in a relationship. I don't want to be in a relationship right now. And they'll still be like, all right, yeah, that's cool. Like, they'll be with it until they're not with it. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, you don't try to change someone's mind. Like, let things be what they are. If someone says they don't want to be in a relationship, if they say they're not ready for that, that's that's not what they want, whether it's in general or not with you. But 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 what happens is, and this is what happens, and I notice that happens with a lot of men, is because listen, we 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 want first we want what we want, you know. So if I'm if I'm dating you and I'm dating you exclusively, like I'm old, you know, I mean I'm old man. I ain't got time to be dating every everything out there. First, my pockets ain't right. I can't take <laughs> I can't take everybody to Cracker Barrel. You know, I just can't do it. You know, but then just that time and that energy, and I, again. I'm somebody who invests. So if I if I'm having multi hour conversations with you and we Listen. and we we vibe and we roll, it I can't. It takes, it, t- it takes a lot of energy. It, it takes a lot of energy. It's it's not honestly. It's not. It's not fun. 
You know, it's, it's it's fine. Is it? It's fine for me. I don't know. I mean, I haven't been doing it really, so it's not. You know, it's not again. I'm not at I a think place. If you're and plus, with it's the cold. right person, and y'all have the right chemistry. Like, of course, there's times where it's like, oh no. But for the most part, it should be fun. But it's easy like, for the female, though. Yourself. It's easy for y'all, though, because y'all not the ones paying for the dates. Y'all not the ones picking the person up, driving across town. I mean, it doesn't have to be all about that. Well, Don't I mean, say, I'm not even talking from, like, I guess the dating, dating standpoint, but more so, like, the relationship standpoint. Mm-hmm. I think I'd rather be in a relationship than dating. Dating's, dating's not fun to me. Yeah, no, because you, you got to, again, it's like everything else. It's like being in a sneaker store where you just got to, uh, granted, I buy chucks. You know, so with me, it's simple. Black pair 13, I'm out. You know, but other people is, all right, I got these, I got these. What's, I like them, but the price too high, so let me go. Mm-hmm. And so you're sitting there trying to trying to figure out, you know, what it is that you want. And it's, it's just like it takes too much energy. It, it, it does. You know, and that's why, you know, honestly, being a lot, being by yourself sometimes is the best option, you know, because you don't have that pressure. Dating is pressure. Relationships are pressure. And so if you're not ready for that, then you don't you need to be honest and you need to tell the truth and say no matter how people are going to look at you or that individual is going to look at you. You know, it's, it's it's been times where it's like, listen, you know what? We're good. You know, we're chilling. I like where we're going. I'm but listen, I don't need that title. Like the title brings a whole. That's like another clock. Like it's it's, it's different clocks when you start de- dating with some clock. dating somebody. It's clocks. You know, C L O K. Oh, look at me. C O L O C K S. You know, clocks. So when when I say clocks, it's all right. So you meet the person, right? Mm-hmm. So that start the clock ticking. Mm-hmm. You know, when is you might be dating other people? When is it just them, mm-hmm. right? And they're going to want to know, when is it just them? Right. So that's what? Uh, what? I don't know the time. I say a year. You know, listen. A year? Oh, shishkabibbles. <laughs> oh, shishkabibbles. I say a year. I say, listen. So when you meet somebody. A year? That's ridiculous. No. <laughs> I say, I say, listen. You meet somebody, right? I, I can't go over the time frame. Everybody's time frame yeah. is different. Everybody's time frame is different. Yeah. I'm just saying hypothetically. You know, a year. No. What What is it then? What's a good time frame when you're dating somebody? It's just them. No, no more than three months. What? No more than three months. Why would you be dating multiple people for over a year before you I pick which one you want to just date exclusively? That's weird. I'm a not year saying. a very long time. A year is a time. I'm just saying. That, that was just a number I threw up there. Mm, you know, all right. So let's say, all right. So you start the clock. I just feel like this timetable won't be all wrong. I just feel like we shouldn't even do it. Well, I mean, listen, my seven-year marriage. I'm 33. I'm gonna be married at 40. Yeah. Listen, so your time. We're gonna date. We're gonna date for four years. We're gonna be engaged for three mm. years. What? Engaged for three years? Why not? Why would you be engaged for three years? Why not? I don't feel like an engagement should even go over two years. Listen, listen. I gotta get to know you, and I don't think you get, get to... to know you. Why? It take time. It take time. Let Let's get back to the list. <laughs> One is communication. Two is insecurity. Three abuse. Yeah, it's. And you have to kind of figure out what abuse looks like. Like a lot of people don't realize, it's more than just being being physical. There's verbal abuse. There's emotional abuse. There is. There is. And you shouldn't ever 
stay in a situation where anyone makes you feel less than. Like, you shouldn't. If they're constantly, like, degrading you and criticizing and ridiculing, mm-hmm. being passive-aggressive constantly, it's it's a bad situation to be in. It's a bad headspace to be in. And you don't, you don't need to be with anybody like that. You don't need to be with anybody that makes you feel less anything less than amazing like of course you'll argue of course you'll fight but even with that there are boundaries there and you need to mm-hmm. understand there are boundaries and if you're arguing and fighting and that person every time you fight and argue they try to go with something that's going to hurt you the most and they're like really trying to hurt you you need to understand that's mm-hmm. that's abusive because i feel like all of that comes from a place and don't come to me later saying, you know, I didn't really mean it or blah, 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 blah. Like it came from somewhere. Like it was a thought. If it wasn't a thought, it wouldn't have came out your mouth. It wouldn't have been, it wouldn't have been vocalized. So that's kind of how I feel about that. Yeah, no, I, I completely agree. Abuse is, is it's, it's difficult because again, people don't know what it looks like. You know, people don't know what a... What, people know what physical abuse looks like because they, they see the black eyes and, and things like that, which is usually accompanied by verbal abuse, which is the name calling, which is the, the putting down, the trying to lower somebody's self-esteem, um, the emotional abuse, which you know is accompanied by the verbal abuse or what have you, um, trying to heighten somebody's insecurities. And so it can be it can be difficult. It can be very difficult. And so it's incumbent upon the individual to to recognize what these things look like and 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 judge whether they're in a, a situation that's that's abusive and so it's being in a situation and just in unhealthy in general there's there's many unhealthy relationships that exist because of fear of being alone of again what we talked about earlier you know we don't think might not think it's something greater on the other side. So so we settle. So we settle for for less than what we truly deserve. I know a lot of what it comes down to is people not knowing what a healthy relationship looks like. Indeed. Because um a large amount of us, a plethora of us, have never seen a healthy relationship. Unless it's on Instagram or hashtag relationship goals. But in reality we in don't reality, know reality we don't know. We don't know what's happened. We just see a picture of two people. That seemingly look happy. Hence, uh, who was it? Uh, what's the guy named? Real popular guy. Rob Hill Sr. And, and Latoya Luckett. Like, Rob Hill Sr. gives out all the dope information, the dope mm-hmm. things that gets reposted. And here we have it a couple months later. He's he's getting a divorce from Latoya Luckett. And it's like, wait, what? But you're supposed to be the relationship. You're, you're, the, you're the guy. You know, but people, you know, I, listen, I understand. Because people want to believe in something. Mm-hmm. People want to believe in something. So when they see a picture or they see Jay and Beyonce, they want to believe that this is... They want hope. They want hope. That's what a lot of people want. A lot of people want to hope. But the thing is, they don't even know, like I said, what a healthy relationship looks like. Because a lot of families, I know me and a lot of my friends, we we grew up with just moms, mm-hmm. you know? So we didn't even get to see that dynamic like in the household growing up. So... You know, a lot of what we grew up thinking a relationship was was kind of, you know, on the job training. Yeah. Like you, you learned as you went. 
And like, you know, sometimes even when it felt like a situation was bad, it was just like, you know, that whole ride or die concept. Like, yeah, this may be bad, but, you know, I'm going to ride it out. Like, it's going to get better. And a lot of times it does not get better. You don't don't have to ride out situations. You don't. Because you don't. Like thinking about the good times, that's cool. You do that by yourself. Right. Think about the times that you know y'all y'all was busting it up and y'all had fun and y'all laughed. Exactly. But in reality, if you're hurting and you know hurting more than you're happy, then you need to you need, you to, need, you need to, to get go. out the situation. You need to get out the situation. <laughs> when a person it's, starts thinking that they can do anything and everything to you with like no consequences, repercussions, anything, like it just becomes a normal thing. That's, that's when it's time to go. Yeah. Like, you know, and I feel like everybody has those young relationships. Listen, we've all had those young relationships where we've taken way more than we should have. And, and listen, it happens to us. Way more than we should have taken. And, you know, you can't even, like, tell people to get out of it because they leave when they're ready to. People leave when they're tired. Like, you can, you can badger them and badger them, like, he's no good. Like, he's doing this, he's doing that. Show you pictures and all types of stuff, but people don't leave till they're ready to. Yeah, but and, but the but problem is when learn. they're when they're leaving, regardless whether they're ready or not, they're leaving and and nothing's happening, and then they're in this next relationship where they're broken and and they're just continuing the cycle. Right. And so that's why it's healthy that the, you know when time, as you said, you know you take time away. To, to self and, and you try to truly recognize like what's happening. What have you just been through? How did that affect you psychologically? Do is it was it enough for me to need counseling? Um, you know, you have to assess these areas because if not, you're just gonna continue to repeat the cycle and you're gonna be everything that you're that you didn't want to be. Mm-hmm. You're gonna be bitter, you're gonna be unhappy, you're gonna be alone. Scorned to hurt people, hurt people. You're gonna be scorned. And so that's why it's so critical to you know, to to take this these situations serious. Okay, and then the next one. I feel like this kind of could have fit with um, abuse, but narcissistic or controlling behavior. Yeah. Um, yes. It's it, it all fits because it all it all um you know it all fits with with that that just controlling aspect that that who's dominating whom. And so yeah, so that that definitely fits. Again, there's alternatives. You know, there's alternatives when you're in a situation like that. There are, you know, you have women against abuse. Um, you have, unfortunately, I don't have any information with regards to men. You know, because society says that you know, if, if a man, a man think he's getting abused, then you know he's not. You know, he's not really. When in, in reality, we take a lot of verbal abuse, verbal and emotional abuse. It might not it be physical. True. You know, I, listen, I've I've experienced it firsthand um, until it got to the point where I said, you know what? No more. I, I can't do this. And it didn't speak to to who that person was, was the indi- as an individual, but it just wasn't a good situation. And so we I have mean, to I be mindful of, of those things. I think a lot of women think that... Um... Guys are supposed to be a certain thing, so we can't abuse them. And indeed, like you, this doesn't hurt you. Like you can take this, like you're a man. Indeed, you know? indeed. When it's actually abusive, it's abusive behavior. No, it it is. Again, for for me personally, I didn't. You know, I knew that I I lived with depression and anxiety, and so me taking these things in 
was contributing to it. You know, it was contributing to the thoughts that I were ha- I was having. And so it was like, you know what? I can't do this anymore. I can't. And so, you know, my, my thing now is I want to, I have to be in a healthy relationship. I can't accept anything less. And so I think everybody needs to, to, to adopt that same mindset. Don't accept anything less than what you're worth. I agree. I yeah. definitely agree wholeheartedly. Yeah. Um, definitely. I'll be pleased I'm in as well. Um, and the last one, um, it may be an unhealthy relationship if it's, it's completely sexually focused. Like that's all the relationship is. That's all it's about. Yeah. Because I believe in soul ties. And they're strong. What's like, soul ties? If, like, what's that even like? if you think that you don't have feelings for the person, um, being sexually intimate can definitely create emotions that you didn't even know existed there and can and can, can, and can change no, the situation. It, it can. It can it can change it negatively or positively, honestly. It can. It's you know, it's critical. That's why it's you know, it's we often get caught up. I don't. I don't get into the, you know, I mean, lust exists. You know, ex- exists. We're humans, um, but we have to be mindful about what it entails. It's a responsibility when you have sex with somebody else. You know, you don't know what you're. I'm, I'm a formalist. I'm, I'm not the most religious person. You know, but I am spiritual. I, I do feel that you know when you engage, and maybe it's just me being a Scorpio and emotional. When you engage with somebody in that act, like you're. You're taking on the emotions that they that they have as well, you know, and so it's I look at it as a responsibility um, because and then after that, you never know what's going to happen. And so if a relationship is, is based off great sex, then what happens when that's gone? Right. You know, it's you don't really know the person. You don't know the person at all. You don't know their likes, what they their care about, what they're passionate about. You don't know anything. You've built a relationship around that. You can't that's not a foundation. You need a foundation in order for a, a relationship to have some type of longevity. You have to be friends. I feel like that foundation is important because when things go left and things, you know, they're they're not the best, what do you have to lean on? Like yeah. what is what's there beyond that? And it's important. If you really want to make it or have a healthy relationship, you need to really build with one another and know each other. So, what do you what do you think about Steve Harvey and his what is it ninety days? Steve what was Harvey it? Don't know nothing. I feel like a good man is a good man. Me speaking personally, a good man is a good man. If he's a good man, it doesn't matter if you had sex with him the first night or the hundredth night. Wow. If he's a good man and he's about what he's about and he's who he is, it doesn't matter. He's not going to change how he feels about you. He's not going to. But how do you? But can you? But can you gauge who who's a good man after after you can, you know. after one encounter? You know. How, how, do do you listen? You know. You know. Do you? You know, like you can tell. No, I'm not even saying after one know. encounter, but after talking to someone, I don't know about one encounter. But I'm just saying, a good man is a good man. Um, after you, you talked a little bit, I mean, yeah, there are some guys that, you know, spit game and tell you what you want to hear just to get what they want. But I feel like for the most part, people give red flags. They really give you an insight of who they are. No, I believe that. and do and whether you choose to see it or ignore it is up to you because those signs are always there. You can tell, like you really, really can. And 
you know, it's, it's all about personal preference. Mm-hmm. It's about personal preference. If you, I feel like you don't go out your way to put a, a time constraint on something. You know when it's right. You know when you want to do it, and you you make that decision and you own it. You and you and you own it, and whatever whatever happens after that, it happens. Right. It happens. It's I completely. Agree. I know people that had sex with somebody on the first night and they're married now. What? I know people that had sex on the first night and six years later they're still together. I know people that waited ninety days and as soon as they had sex, the guy was going the next day. Mm. I, then that goes to show that goes to show that you never know that you never know right so, so those are the only five that I, um, I wrote right. down I mean of course there are plenty other signs of of you know what an unhealthy relationship can be but uh, oh yeah we had another listener letter too but we can do that yeah, yeah we're gonna say that for next we're gonna okay. say that for next week we done, we done been rolling because you know once we get started this is regular conversation for us so it's been real. This is episode two. With hashtag what? What's the hashtag? We want to call it resecure the podcast since we had to. <laughs> since I had to get my ish back. Uh, yeah, we 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 resecure we resecured the podcast. So so yeah, this hashtag resecured the podcast after we secured it last week, but then it got away from it. Yeah, <laughs> we had to resecure it. <laughs> so yeah, so uh, listen, listen. I, I definitely appreciate the people who will be tuning in to listening to this podcast i think this i think this went well i think this is another, another at it's predestined at it's p-r-i underscore destined d-s-c-i-n-e-d no booking info at no underscore booking dot i mean no underscore booking underscore <laughs> info and for the listener letters you can hit us up at no booking info 16 at gmail.com and i am phil underscore roundtree on instagram Please feel free to hit me up and and tell me what you think. It's been a pleasure. Thanks for listening, guys. Deuces. Bye.